Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshopeuse. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. What do you enjoy most about being a facilitator? Facilitating, I guess. Bringing people together and helping them to achieve their goals. But that facilitation session, that workshop, requires a lot of preparation interviews, designing the workshops, and in the case of remote sessions, most of the time you have extra preparation work with the design of your whiteboard in Miro, Mural, or Canva, as well as determining the platform you're going to use, Zoom, Teams, Google Meet, or better, depending on your client. What if I told you that a new platform is emerging, a workshop system called our sprint, which aims to reduce the preparation work for facilitators by giving them access to ready-to-use workshops that can be implemented in any type of whiteboard you're used to using. Today, I welcome Boris Pietrovich Niegosch, founder of Interstellar and creator of our sprint. He'll be talking to us about our sprint and a survey he conducted with his team into the behaviors and problems of today's facilitators. Welcome, Boris. Hi, Boris. Hi, Nati. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I see that you are sitting somewhere uh, where there is some sun and it seems to be hot. Where are you? Yeah, this is a warm uh, Andalusia. It's uh, south uh, of Spain and uh, it's... Uh, really super hot. <laughs> so I'm back in Germany and I thought I was coming back during the summer, but uh, the summer is still not here at the beginning the beginning of August. So I'm very happy to see you shining <laughs> and sunning. Because the summer is here. <laughs> <laughs> because the summer is where you are. Please tell me your last name. We just tried. Yeah. Petrovich Niegash. Petrovich Niegash. Uh, Boris, I'm so happy to have you here with me. Our journeys has been crossed through different areas in on LinkedIn first. I think you respond on one of my posts. A battle in comments. <laughs> and in uh, on butter, of course. Um, you are head of product and learning. Uh, you are also creating some great stuff uh, which will be very, very, very useful and valuable for uh, facilitators. And this is why I wanted to have you here on the podcast. Yeah, the first question I always ask, and I will ask you the same because uh, I'm always very curious about the journeys of my guest. What is your background and how did you... Step into facilitation. All right. So thank you for uh, this opportunity. And uh, I'm super thrilled to figure out uh, six months 
after replying your comment on LinkedIn <laughs> about there's no product for facilitation that we are here to discuss about facilitation. And of course, we will speak about product. That's a uh, that's pretty, pretty nice journey. Of course, to start with my background, um, I'm a former designer. I have, I went through multiple professional life from print design, graphic design, architecture, signage design, branding. Also, I worked a couple of years for the brand identity studio at uh, Runner Group. And for this point, also, I start to move from brand to digital. I always saying that I started my digitalization in 2010, starting to figure out where can we put the logotype on, on a website on an iPhone. Mm -hmm. And from uh, this ergonomical design, uh, at this, this stage, we start to move on UX design. From UX design, figure out that there's a lot of things to invent with, uh, with digital technology, then starting to move to digital uh, innovation. And from digital innovation, start to write a lab of digital innovation for Runner Group. And, uh, and from here, starting to, to craft digital product without knowing it was product, but uh, just taking people from here and there, communication, marketing, ITs, uh, uh, business, and uh, trying to put them all together in the same room and uh, saying, okay, nobody get out from here without we have a solution of, uh, you know, what will be the customer experience and, uh, and what will be uh, the functionality we will design into the future application. And from this experience, naturally in 2015, I spin off this innovation activity for Runner Group in a kind of lab. The first name of this lab was a Rocket Labs, and this uh, this company changed a bit recently. Interstellar has a known kind of collaborative platform of design thinking experts all around Europe, and basically that's the background. And and so you know the technology were all the time really close to me, and I was really fascinating about this technology, and so. When uh, at Renault, there was this opportunity to start to, to, to work with uh, digital marketing and after move uh, into uh, the factory and see that, you know, there were a screen and digital technology all around uh, a company. You know, I was just trying to think how from 2010 to today can enlighten the, the future. We can create vision. We can create an outside. And when I moved to the Rocket Labs, I started to work with all other, all other kind of companies. So much uh, of this great experience that once the machine was launched, I had the first milestone in my career <laughs> saying, okay, you're a kind of digital strategist. You're speaking with the people, you know, what's good for them and, and what digital can change in their business. And then you try to workshop these people to work together. And, and my first collaborator, his name was Mario, very fast when he starts to come in this workshop, like, you know, boot camps. And he tell me, but you know, your kind of approach is really similar to Jack Knapp. And basically that was the time where I figured out the way we are doing the things is super interesting and it's super shaped to cooperate more or less close than the design spring. But that was not in five days because mm. I never met a customer that have five consecutive days to put on uh, workshops. Yeah. So we decide at this time to say, okay, 
its facilitation and 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 we will start this methodology and we were rocket labs so we just say okay let's call it rocket sprint and the second uh, highlight of my life in facilitation was during a, a rocket sprint mm-hmm. one of my partner caroline she say but boris it's really wrong the way we are doing things we're taking the people through the path you already established before the sprint to make them understand what will be the solution. But it's your solution, it's not their solution. So it's not facilitation, it's consulting, hidden into a workshop box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I was just thinking, okay, and. Uh, because it took me a lot of time and investment before we go to the workshop to inquiry, to learn the business, to learn the process, to learn everything from my customer, to know what would be the best digital solution for them. I said, okay, let's try not to do this and just figure out the participant uh, can find a solution uh, in the end. At this stage, we figure out that when the people just have a safe place where they can look at the problems and they can look at the solution. They are just finding the best solution that their own organization and company can promote and can implement in the in the past. And you know, that's crazy. I just have uh, this morning a phone call from a four years old customer that told me, oh, you know, Boris, the things we had in the spring, to, you know, we were inventing a kind of DevOps process to create a, a DevOps platform for a, a big bank, big corporate organization. He say, you know, three years after, we have implemented and it's super valuable and we just stick to the plan during this three past year and and now we get the result and we are here where we want to go uh, at the beginning. and. And then that was the second right. level uh, mm. of, uh, of, uh, of consciousness uh, with facilitation. That the best innovation is not the innovation you can invent for somebody else, but it's the innovation people invent for themselves. Like this, we move from, uh, you know, a kind of design, corporate design studio to a systemic uh, player that can tackle products, problems, that can tackle process problems that can tackle strategic problem or that can tackle also organizational problems with the same approach saying, okay, we will give you a kind of a safe environment and a control environment. We will ensure you have the right template to work on and to build also the right deliverable and accomplish the right outcomes at the end of the workshop. And we will facilitate you know, your business intelligence, your capacity to find ID and, and to find solution. And that's the end. It will be your deliverable. It's not be, you know, your consultant or your, uh, your agency deliverable. So, so you will be, you will be proud. You will be proud to implement it and not feel forced about it. I think this is the, the thing that I recognized coming from being a consultant to being a workshop facilitator is that the impact that lasts is bigger when all the solutions are coming from the people and when the people take the time to think about and to let someone guide them and then 
coming out with the right solutions. Mm. So very nice. Thank you for this nice reflection on your background and uh, everything that you learned on your way as a facilitator. I would like to talk about Sprint that you are developing with a nice team that I had the pleasure to meet virtually. Uh, all French people, so maybe this is why we have such a connection. <laughs> But uh, what is Sprint and um, what is it, what you are developing and with who and for who? A little bit of history because before we, we deep dive uh, and we drill into the, 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 the R Sprint. Uh, formerly, this R Sprint was, you know, the rocket sprint we just talked a couple of minutes ago. And mm -hmm. with the time, with the success, we figure out this kind of, you know, top down insight working with a sprint uh, governance. And uh, having this bottom up solution with, uh, you know, the operator was super cool and was the best way to implement and when the covid uh, shit starts we have to adapt this uh, corporate sprint methodology and at this time we create the air sprint you know mm -hmm. like in the air because it was a remote and then we say okay we have to push all this template and all this work together into the cloud what do we have and we have this real-time board technology that's was rebranded as a Miro today. We had all this, you know, print template on InDesign we have to push in the cloud. And we have this, you know, this Zoom technology. And, and we say, okay, everybody remote. And we have something to, to sell. This is the Air Sprint. It's, you know, the, 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 the remote version of the Rocket Sprint. And while, you know, the COVID moved away and we have to improve the model because it was too complicated to leave with, you know, all the InDesign and print template on one side and all the, you know, the board design template on the other side in Miro. And then we say, okay, we have to merge this. It's impossible to maintain all these templates together. And then we start to see, you know, this new working landscape mm -hmm. with the, the post-COVID situation. We say, okay, we will create one only spring system that is good for online and offline. Both templates are you know, capable for that. With the time, the company uh, adapt after the COVID. We follow up. We create a new association and we call this association Interstellar. And when the rockets labs move to Interstellar, we say, okay, a rocket sprint or air sprint, it's useless. Let's call it just R Sprint. R Sprint. It's shorter. It's agnostic. It's not anymore these rocket things. And then the Air Sprint, we keep up with Interstellar because we were following up, you know, this workshop, remote workshop for the customer we have. And it was still at the beginning, you know, creating this remote workshop. We have one Spring Master, we have multiple facilitator, we have a moderator, we have a designer, we have, you know, Rocket Labs was all, all the time like Renault, you know, a kind of factory where everybody is at his role <laughs> and contribute. But with the time, we have less time, we have less money, and the customer have uh, no money to pay, you know, this incredible uh, Spring with, uh, you know, five people working for the Spring and with, you know, paying the great... Uh, 
innovative uh, workspace uh, where we used to work. And so we figure out how with the Miro technology, <laughs> we can do the work of five people, but we are one or two people. And then we figure out that templates, Miro, it was the super opportunity and this system was a super opportunity to accelerate all the workshop preparation, all the workshop board design. And in reality, uh, what we have accomplished in one week with five person today, we can, you know, in 30 minutes, maybe the day of the workshop or the day before, just, you know, take the piece of the puzzle and put them together. And then our sprint is today uh, a kind of workshop design system for workshop. It means that we have component, we have template, we have also timeline where we just have to put the things and we have agendas and we can just, you know, set the time for each activities. And that's changed our life. On the last summer, we were like, oh, it's so cool. And everybody are telling us our workshop, they are so efficient and they are so cool. How can we share with the community uh, all of this? And then during the summer, I said, okay, let's improve the sprint and let's create something that is shareable, that it's not for interstellar, but maybe for every, you know, for the whole community. While also during the, the COVID, we, we have so much help from the community. I was figure out how can I share, you know, everything we have built with the community inside, how we can get, give back something to the, to the community. And so we start to publish one template on my reverse, two template on my reverse, three template on my reverse. And so we just figure out that we were first super advanced on the, you know, designing, you know, template technology. <laughs> Uh, and also that, you know, the people love, love that shit. Mm -hmm. Simply, simply we figure out when we reach the Myroverse best icebreaker for uh, the year 2022, that we, 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 we have found something. Mm -hmm. Then that, that was also at this time, where is the sprint? We start to think, okay, it's not just, you know, publishing and sharing templates, but maybe in the future we will have something to, to deal with uh, this template. And uh, today for us, you know, our, our sprint is still our tool we are using at Interstellar to accelerate all the workshop routines in our preparation, but also because in January, we decide to refactor our, <laughs> our product and to create a brand new factory. We start to build this, you know, workshop system into a design software like Figma. I guess everybody knows Figma. And we start to to build a, a factory that can push the template on Miro, that can push the, the template on FigJam, that can push the template tomorrow on Mural or on Canva, anywhere. So so basically, it's here we are today with Aerosprint. Mm -hmm. We have the, I think, most advanced template technology for all this workshop platform. Mm -hmm. that can be online, but that can be available also offline by printing all these templates on, you know, on everything in the, on the paper ratio format. So we just design everything around one unit, the uh, basic post-it notes, the 3M post-it notes. So, mm -hmm. so you see, we have a 
quite a nice tool at Interstellar now to engage the workshop with our customers. Very nice. If I wrap up together, Interstellar is the company's uh, who has customer and you are doing workshops for your customers um, yeah. with different kind of industry like bank or tech tech uh, companies, etc. And to simplify your preparation of your own workshop, you create the, the R sprint, which are exercises or step-by-step -step workshops designed for your own customers at the beginning. And since there were COVID and everybody was working online, if I understood well, you um, shared then what you create for yourself with the communities and it has a lot of respond. I know that you are preparing also the future of a sprint and to find out where it will go. Hi there, workshop warriors, facilitators, whoever is listening to this podcast. Can you believe it? We are just two weeks away from the first anniversary of There's a Workshop for That. Time flies when you have fun, doesn't it? This milestone is as much yours as it is mine and that's why I want to make our anniversary episode super special with a sprinkle of your thoughts, questions and even your voice. To make this happen, I've set up a quick type form. It will take you no more than three minutes to fill out. You'll find the link right in the episode show notes. This is your chance to tell me a little more about yourself and more importantly, to ask me any question you've ever wanted to. Wondering how I prepare for each episode, curious about my journey as a facilitator, go ahead and ask. Plus, I'd love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. Who would you like to hear from as a guest? What topic are you itching to dive into? So let's shape the future of There's a Workshop for That together. Your input will make our second year even more exciting and relevant for you. Once again, the type form link is in the show notes. I can't wait to hear for you, from you and to share your questions and suggestions in our upcoming anniversary episode. Thank you! In the last 10 days, you did a survey to find out what are the needs of the facilitators, consultants who are using templates for workshops. But you had a lot of good questions in this survey. And could you give us a few insights of the results? We discovered that, you know, everybody is speaking on, about facilitation on your LinkedIn because you're a facilitator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, the facilitation market, it's still a very young, but super growing activity. Keep in mind that 70% of the people that are facilitators, they are organizing five or less workshops per month. So it's super few. Mm -hmm. uh, on my side, you know, I have uh, uh, some weeks, two or three workshops, three hour workshop to do by, per week. So, you know, when I saw that, I like, oh, so few. <laughs> and what's, uh, you know, wrapped me in this answer is also at the beginning, I was like, you know, it's about business strategic design, but more and more also product designer and product up uh, people working on process or on organization, they are going to the facilitation. That's why, you know, it's 
Uh, the market is young, but it's growing and it's growing quite fast. Also, uh, we, we figure out that uh, remote is still the new black. All the community figure out uh, this week that Zoom announced uh, that all the collaborators they have to get back in the office. Also, Google starts to pay the hotel for the, the, the collaborators that are living closest to uh, 15 miles from, from the office. And there's this trend like, you know, hey, guys, <laughs> get back to, uh, to the office. But it's still like, you know, two days a week. So it means that you have three days a week to still work remotely, then we're still in the digital workplace revolution. Today, the majority of facilitators, they are doing remote workshop from one to three hours. That's, yeah. you know, more than 70% yeah. of uh, the workshop, they are done remotely mm -hmm. and starting to move to hybrid. Also, we have to keep this in mind. The offline workshop, the real life workshop, they are more uh, shaped for one day two-day workshops you're not asking the people to gather together for three hours mm -hmm. but it's still now from 15 to 20 percent of the workshops they are they are they are done uh, on real life while you know <laughs> we have an explosion of this remote short workshop from one to three hours and uh, taking this in consideration you still have you know, Zoom uh, had made a really, really hardcore progression during the COVID. They were the first and they're still, you know, super leader uh, with now Teams also because Teams is, you know, nobody buy Teams. It was already in your Microsoft environment. So, you know, everybody in the big corporation, they have this team and platform that is running behind the firewall. So everybody's using Teams. Uh, and after, uh, I was super surprised also because I love so much butter. <laughs> but to figure out that in the facilitator environment, uh, butter is a equal market with Google Meet because clearly it's the most advanced, uh, you know, workshop platform for remote platform. So we have also to think that there's a practice, what the people are doing and how they are doing on which platform, which environment. And when we are thinking about an environment, it's not only about, you know, Zoom or Google or Butter or so on. It's also clearly uh, the platform where, <laughs> where, the, where the shit happened. And there's one super simply evidence that is Miro have won the battle for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. It's over than 80% of the respondents are working primarily on Miro. Yeah. And while I figure out that morale was also, you know, in the battle, today Canvas is far more, you know, on the market than, than morale. Okay. That also teaches something that it's not about the software, it's about the environment, it's about the ecosystem. And of course, I think that Miro starts to understand very fast that to win the battle, you have to be integrated all around and Miro, you know, is just, you know, a kind of platform where you're doing workshop, but you're doing a lot of other stuff. While Canva, uh, it's a very young whiteboard technology, but it's integrated into a, a content uh, strategy. So everybody have publishing content or making websites or doing things, they are already working on, on Canva and they say, okay, whiteboard on Canva, let's go. Mm -hmm. So that's also something that changed our plan for the future because we were thinking, okay, uh, we have uh, Miro, we have Figjam, 
and tomorrow we are going on morale and today we are thinking okay maybe we should go on the canva first yeah. so that's important but keep in mind that you know over than 80 percent Miro, it's today you know you just have to to, to take this information into your consideration one question uh can we uh, do we have the possibility to give access to this um a survey to our audience so that you would have a second wave of um, answers yes, of from course, the facilitators. Of course. I'll share the, the type form link. You know, it's a four-minute survey. We figure out that, you know, uh, we, we just want, we don't want to bore the community, but we just have, you know, to have a, an idea of where we, we, we could go, we could possibly go with the Resprint. And also that's the second part of the learning because we're just speaking about you know environment tools and, and behaviors but what's important today for the facilitator is where are the pain and what we heard is that every facilitator is in pain designing board every facilitator is in pain also to plan and you know prepare the workshop but the most pain shared with the facilitator is defining outcomes and activities. Mm -hmm. What will be the outcome I have to produce mm -hmm. to, to, uh, to, uh, to satisfy my, my, uh, my, my customer? And what will be the activity uh, we will go through? So, uh, you know, on, on this first issue, we, we really have the feeling that we have to build the next step of the rare sprint, taking this in consideration. Okay, so I'm very curious to see what will be the response of Air Sprint. We will not have, um, we will not speak about it today, but I propose you to make a, a new episode in one year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and to see uh, what was the journey after this survey yeah. and what kind of response okay. you found. But, uh I'll appreciate just share, uh, you know, a few words because I know uh, it's also time now to think about uh, ending this podcast. <laughs> Tomorrow, uh, we're thinking that making template is not enough and uh, where workshop facilitators will wait a product or a service or a platform to, to move on is where they can find, you know, a ready-to-go catalog designed by the, you know, the best expert, because you have to trust the process and to trust the process. If Jackknapp tell you to do it, you trust the process. If uh, now no people say to trust the process, you're not sure to trust this process. So that's where we're going to go by the next six months is to open our template factory to uh, all the facilitator workshop experts, all the, you know, curated uh, experts that want to uh, to start to to have some revenue also with uh, this methodology intellectual work and uh, and we try to, uh, to 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 set this first gallery of consistent template because they will be you know all integrated in the same mood and they will come from all around the world community that uh, just want to share the id and 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 we'll figure out the way we can also monetize uh, this activity because today we are 
you know, invest a lot of time making the best template, and and every workshopper <laughs> invests a lot of time designing everything. So, so nice. So, next chapter next week with uh, with uh, I hope something uh, uh, growing and living. <laughs> and uh, I will be very happy to be one of the experts working with you yeah. at the very start of this journey. Yeah, because ultimately, you know, improving the speed to the market of our uh, innovation, of our solution, of our recommendation, it's all we are asking for. You know, every day uh, we feel that we are losing control with, you know, the growing uh, artificial intelligence everywhere. And we are thinking, okay, <laughs> what will be my position uh, in, uh, in two or in five or in 10 years facing all this, you know, acceleration? And... If you're not taking part of this acceleration because you're changing the way you are doing, because you stop, you know, designing a wheel when you can find the best wheel on the market, you know, you, you, you just have to adapt, just be in the flow and just, you know, be connected with the community and, and take, you know, the best Uh, of everything you can and and you will be part of the future for sure and and, and that's our position uh, and and of course artificial intelligence is is also the key reflection we had uh, building this uh, air spring <laughs> thank you very much Boris thank you Nati good that luck was great. for everything and yeah. uh, thank you that you were here we'll meet again soon for sure <laughs> bye 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 I guess you're as curious as I am about how the Spring platform will evolve over the coming months. In the show notes, you'll find all the information you need to contact Boris or visit their website, as well as access to the Spring survey. And don't miss the following events. Today, 14th of September, Boris and Nina Posderek will be speaking in the Miro community on the topic how Miro enables teams to break down silos, foster cross-functional collaboration and adopt new ways of working. You will find the link in the show notes. On the 28th of September at 12.30, Boris will be talking at the Never Done Before community. The community of my dear colleague Miriam, host of the Workshops Work podcast, and he will be presenting how can a workshop system help you get your innovations to market faster. And on the 18th of October, Boris will also be taking part in a pre-recorded session at the Miro Distributed 23. As I told you earlier in this episode, in a fortnight time, we'll be celebrating the first anniversary of the podcast and I'm looking forward to looking back over the year in our celebratory episode. There will be a few surprises with guests from last year taking on the role of interviewer. And if you'd like to ask some questions too and share your highlights or ideas for the next year coming up, I'd like to invite you once again to take three minutes and fill in the form you'll find in the show notes. Thank you for that. Until then, I wish you good health, success, and a lot of happiness. Bye-bye.